Blog Talk Radio. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. For the promise. What is the promise? The promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. This week, Pastor Brad continues teaching on the spiritual gifts and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want to continue my teaching today on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I found that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is something that is very much needed if you're going to walk uh, in the gifts of the Spirit. In Mark 1, starting in verse 4, it says, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, There comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So this is something that was said about Jesus, that Jesus would be the one that would baptize with the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1, verse 5, we're going to see this same passage again. Acts 1, 5, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And then at verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So the work of the Holy Spirit in your life will cause you to expand, will cause you to enlarge, will cause you to be able to touch more people, and will cause you to be a witness, not not just to do witnessing, but to be a witness, to be a living memorial of the faithfulness of God. Now in Mark chapter 16, Jesus began to talk about the signs. Mark 16, 15, Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So one of the things that believers are going to do is they're going to speak with new tongues. And so he told them to wait in Luke 24. Luke 24, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So he told them to wait, to wait in Jerusalem. So they were they were waiting. At the end of Mark, we we find out that they were preaching the word, and God was 
confirming the word with signs following. Acts 1 verse 2, Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were saying, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples, although the number of names was about 120, and said, Men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Jesus, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered with us and obtained a part in his ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the wages of iniquity, and falling headlongs he burst open in the middle, and all his entrails gushed out, and became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem. So that field is called in their own language, Akaldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of songs, Let his dwelling place be desolate, and let no one live in it, and let another take his office. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed to Joseph called Barnabas, who was surnamed Justice and Matthias, and they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go into his own place. And they cast their lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. Now casting lots was a provision of the law. So after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we don't see anymore this casting of lots. And really... We're not to try and fleece God. We're not to try and ask God for signs, and we have to be careful. You know, I've found God is so gracious, and when we're just, as we're learning how to walk with him, sometimes he'll just work with us, you know, as babies. But God wants to teach us how to be led by the Spirit. Now, Acts 2, verse 1 says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared unto them dividing tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So we see the baptism of the Holy Spirit came with speaking with other tongues. Now there's some people that teach that this speaking was with other tongues was so people could hear the gospel. So let's continue to read. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard him speak in his own language. Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear? each in our own language in which we were born. 
Parthensians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So in, in the language of t- tongues, and these were tongues of men, now when you go in 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about the, the language that Tongues from heaven, tongues of angels. But the thing is, this was not for the purpose of preaching the gospel. But they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking said they are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Now the last day started when Jesus was ascended up into heaven. He says, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And actually this is on all different people's groups and this is what will happen when the spirit of god is poured out your sons and your daughters shall prophesy now i believe this means physical sons physical daughters but i also believe it means spiritual sons and spiritual daughters for the work of the holy spirit will cause you to be able to reproduce your young men shall see visions now in the amplified version we know that this word visions means divinely granted appearances. You know, we've made this visions almost like your young men shall see visions. It's like it's a goal. No, it's more than a goal. It's a divinely granted appearance. It's a visitation of God. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. In other words, they'll dream a dream, even as Joseph dreamt a dream. I believe some of the dreams that they dream, they might not walk them out fully, but God will use them to help young men, young women, the sons and daughters will begin to walk out the dreams from the fathers and from the mothers. Now, the sons and daughters will have their own dreams, but a lot of times God will use a father, God will use a mother to begin to speak destiny into someone's lives. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourself also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having 
loose the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in hope. And so then he keeps he keeps preaching. And then in verse 33 he says, Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. He poured out this which you now see and hear. Now what, what were they seeing? They, they were seeing people acting like drunk people. Uh, and the scripture says to, not, to be not drunk with wine, but instead of being drunk with wine, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what were they hearing? They were hearing they were hearing other languages. They were hearing other tongues. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, repent. So this is receiving the word of God. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. For the, the promise. What is the promise? The promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So we see in the book of Acts, we see this pattern. We see people receiving the word of God. We see them being baptized. And we see them receiving the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And so the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, it's not something that I knew about. I didn't know that it was a part. I wasn't supposed to go years and years and years before I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about speaking in tongues. You know, I was never taught on that. I was never taught on the gifts of the Spirit. I never saw the Spirit of God really move in a spontaneous way in, in services. I didn't see that. All I saw is I saw teaching. I saw people touched. I saw lives touched. I saw people come to Christ. I never saw the healing power of God being released, but I'm discovering, I'm learning that this power is available. The power of the Holy Spirit is available to every believer. And if we receive this, if we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we'll receive a prayer language, we'll receive a, a praise language, we'll be able to sing in the Spirit, we'll be able to pray in the Spirit. And this is something that you need, and it'll cause you to be more sensitive to the Spirit of God and to be able to move in the supernatural power of God. Well, this was Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There is a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, 
Our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four years old and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan20 at juno.com. That's bmorgan20 at juno.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you that the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.